Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Nicole Kidman opened up about losing acting opportunities when she turned 40. Andrew Garfield just proved exactly what a great liar he is. And Allie Hayes is here today to break down some of next year's biggest movies. It's December 23rd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So to kick things off, Nicole Kidman revealed that she's lost out on jobs since turning 40. She told DuJour magazine, quote, there's a consensus in the industry that as a female actor at about 40, you're done. I never sat in a chair and heard someone say you're past your due date, but I've had times where you're turned down and the door is shut on you. It's definitely changing and moving. This sort of ageism is something she shares with Lucille Ball, who she plays in the upcoming biopic Being the Ricardos. On the Today Show, she recently had this to say. I know that feeling. I sort of had that. And it was like, okay, where television suddenly opened a door for her, it opened a door for me around the same age. I was like, gosh, that's kind of, I, I know that feeling really mm-hmm. deeply. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously like a pretty common phenomenon. And I'm really glad that Nicole Kidman and her generation of actors are starting to really call this out. And the other thing that's really cool is that she's sort of on the front lines of this new movement where female actors, once they're out of like the first phase of their career and have like names to themselves, they form these production companies, they make their own projects. And I feel like it's amazing because not only does it mean that, you know, female actors get to continue to have careers in their forties and fifties and beyond, but it also means that a lot of like the decision makers in the film industry become women. So you get like much better scripts, much meatier roles for women. Uh, I think it's so I'm really like grateful that Nicole Kidman is part of that group, that collective of of famous women who's like leading that charge, you know? No, it is. And I mean, it, you know, it definitely first started as people like, oh, well, if you want roles, we learned we had to create them for ourselves kind of thing. But, you know, it's also it's like when we talk about just like in acting, you know, like even like in Lucille Ball's time, it's kind of just like, OK, well, they everything was pretty much controlled by men. And now, like you're saying, we're in this area where like because of what they've started with their production companies, et cetera. And also just, you know, 
every year, you know, hopefully women getting more in Hollywood, they're able to like be like, no, we're not going to just disappear until you need us in our 70s. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I think Nicole Kidman in particular has had some of the most impactful and interesting roles of her career in the last five years. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that she's no longer beholden to like a bunch of, you know, white men in suits deciding like what she's good for. She actually gets to decide what she's good for, you know. All right. Well, moving on. Our next story has some spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you haven't seen it and you haven't already listened to our earlier episode about the movie, go ahead and just skip ahead to the interview. Okay, so Andrew Garfield has been getting a lot of Oscar buzz for Tick, Tick, Boom, but as far as I'm concerned, he deserves one for pretending he wasn't going to be in No Way Home. In other words, he basically spent the past year lying. He told the Today Show, listen, I'm not in the film. I love Spider-Man. I always have. I was so happy to have played the part, and I'm so excited to see what they do with the third one, just like you guys are. Then, when Extra asked him to blink if he was in No Way Home, he said, quote, I'm not going to blink. I'm not going to do anything. I'm very excited to see what they've done with their third installment. And then he told Entertainment Tonight, I feel like I'm in a game of werewolf and I'm just saying I'm not the werewolf. Listen, what people are talking about is a really cool idea. And again, I haven't received a phone call. He's a liar, Casey. He is. He is. I was going to say, I have two things to say, but the first thing I want to say is like everyone, Stephen, like woke up this morning and basically was like, I want to talk about Andrew Garfield being a liar. (laughs) And he was so impassioned. You're so impassioned. And I love it. I mean, I do love that he was tricking all of us. Yeah, me too. I want to know like what those conversations look like internally. And it's also funny because, you know, Tom Holland right, exactly. is yeah. famously like the worst at keeping a lid on it and, and constantly reveals Marvel spoilers left and right. Meanwhile, Andrew Garfield, and this isn't even really Andrew Garfield's movie, but he's yeah. frankly a much better I love job. it. Um, okay. Here's the second thing I wanted to say. What is werewolf? Is it a British version of like mafia? Yes, I, I'm. I, I don't. I don't know, but that's what I'm guessing is that thing because you know we do mafia, and you're like saying that you're the, the the killer, right? I think. I think just like in England, you know, you've got to do always. Everything has to be like one quarter turn different there. You know? I love it. I want to play. All right. Well, as all of you know, here at BuzzFeed Daily, we love cinema, a.k.a. films, a.k.a. the movies. And as 2021 draws to a close, it's time to look forward into the great beyond that is 2022. Today, we'll be talking with BuzzFeed's Allie Hayes about next year's most anticipated movies. Hi, Allie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Thank you guys for having me back again. So it's basically the end of the year somehow. And as our resident film expert, we wanted to have you on to talk about some of the movies coming out in 2022 that you're looking forward to. Since there are probably a couple dozen on your list knowing you, can you narrow it down to like the top five for us? Totally. So that's a big ask, but (laughs) I will cut it down, like choosing my favorite children. So I would definitely say my big five would probably be Scream. Of course, Mm, it's me going off the horror high there. We also have Nope coming out from Jordan Peele this summer, which I'm very excited about. about. Yeah, Yeah. totally, totally. And let's take a little little dive into the Marvel waters. We got Doctor Strange. (laughs) We got Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I just... I really want them to say it like that, but they that refuse was fun. to. I liked it. They like refuse to do it like an old 80s wizard, and I don't understand. Is that really <laughs> the name of it? 
It's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That sounds like a ride. At yeah, Disney and they refuse to deliver it with the level of camp <laughs> that it that it needs. Yeah, that it deserves. Yeah, yeah, for a man who wears a cape all the exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> and then I was gonna say, speaking of camp, we have Thor: Love and Thunder oh, also coming yes. out. Another man be, who has a cape. Yeah, should be very <laughs> campy. Thor has a cape. He did. He did have he a did cape. He did at one point, right? He did certainly have a cape at one point. Yes. yes. I know Marvel. Look at <laughs> you've you. Taught me, you've taught me so much. <laughs> Look at you. And then the last one, let's go with the Northman. Pro- oh, I've in, not heard of that a, one. Let's throw a maybe Oscar contender in there after all of that. <laughs> after all those choices. So that's probably my big five if I had to pick five. Okay, okay. So, since you're a huge horror fan and I know you want to talk about Scream first, we'll talk about Scream first. So, what can you tell us about it? Is it a sequel, a remake, a reboot? What are we working with? It's an excellent question. (laughs) Oh, God. That's that's every horror movie now is, what is it? I don't know. I believe it's a direct sequel from what, what I'm seeing. By just definition, it's kind of a reboot, but that's only because the last time we've seen the gang all together would have been in Scream 4, which was in 2011. So I, fe- I feel like when a movie series is dormant for 10 years, you get to call it a reboot a little bit because it's rebooting the franchise, if nothing else. And this is not called Scream 5, right? No. So this is a very strange, I know I've made this joke on this exact podcast before, um, where there's a very strange trend in horror films. It was Halloween is the one that comes to mind, where Halloween, the original, is called Halloween. And then the 2018 movie is also called Halloween. So it's like, why... Why are we doing this? Maybe they're trying to get new people to watch it who like are like, well, I'm not going to watch a sequel because I haven't watched the originals. And now maybe these people are like, oh, a new movie's coming out called Scream. I've never heard of a movie called Scream. I'll go see Scream. That or they just already have the copyright. And they're like, we don't have to pay for a new title if we just use the old title. <laughs> so as far as I know, it's a sequel answering that question. But it's also kind of a reboot. I feel like I saw Courtney Cox talking about is she going to be in it again so it's the first time we're seeing the big three of the Scream franchise back together again so that'd be Nev Campbell oh yeah Courtney, I was like who Courtney. are the three? <laughs> oh, oh girl I'll go into it so we have okay. Nev Campbell Courtney Cox and oh my god I always forget this poor man's name David Arquette I was gonna be like her ex-husband <laughs> David Arquette yes <laughs> David Arquette I know what's the best about me is if you're like oh what are their characters Sydney, Dewey and Gail I do <laughs> I know the actors? No, not at all. I'm proud that I remember Nev Campbell's name. <laughs> yeah. So the three of them are back and it's kind of, if you two have ever seen any of the Scream movies, Scream is yes. a very, very meta commentary on horror. So it, it'll probably go into the idea of the reboot and the sequel, which the fourth movie did a little bit. Mm. Um, there's just always someone trying to kill Sydney. That's kind of really the story. <laughs> Someone's well, always just trying to fate. kill. Yeah. Don't move to Woodsboro and don't be named Sydney <laughs> Prescott is what you need to know about the Scream franchise. And that's about it. Okay. So what about Nope? Which I'm going, I already can imagine the, the conversations that will just go in circles of talking to my mom about the title of this movie. And she's like, I don't get it. What's the title? It's just the full who's on first of 2022. Yes, yes. <laughs> but so with Nope, first of all, I love the title because that's me every time I go into like a haunted house at Universal Studios. I'm just like, nope. And it's like a perfect <laughs> horror movie title because <laughs> it's how everybody feels. That's um, true. 
in true Jordan Peele fashion, we don't know anything about it yet. Um, the real extent of what we know is the poster, which was just straight up a cloud. <laughs> it was just like a, a cloud. It's a cloud. Like I'm not even being funny. Please, listeners <laughs> and Stephen, Google this after. It's a cloud hovering over like a very small town, and it looks like the poster's picture was like taken back on a hill. And that's all you know. That's it. And then it has the cast on it. So that's kind of all we know besides that Jordan Peele um, is involved. So it's starring Daniel Kaluuya again. They're mm. teaming up from Get Out once again. And then we have Kiki Palmer and Stephen. So it's a pretty great, oh, that's, pretty great that's a trio. really fun cast yeah. for a horror pretty movie. Oh, they're gonna trio. Have, that's that's gonna be fun because I already know because of that cast, you already know, especially the um um Kiki and Steven, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> and it's you got that Jordan Peel. That's his he brings a lot of humor. Um Us was hilarious. Get out had a lot of really great, funny, punchy moments. I love in it. It, like, Us was hilarious. I loved <laughs> Us. I don't know. It was it was funny. Duke in that movie. Movie. Oh my god, Comedy yes. Gold. It was so, so funny. He can get really great. And that's like the sign of a great horror movie because we were just talking about Scream. Scream has a lot of really iconic, scary moments, but Scream is also renowned for being one of the funnier horror movies to ever be made. So 2022 is looking real bright for horror in that sense. I just pulled up the movie poster on my computer and it is exactly as Ali described. And it's actually fucking terrifying. Right? Looking. That was a tweet that went like a little bit viral when the poster came out where they were like, oh man, he gonna make me afraid of clouds now. <laughs> and it's like, we're afraid of everything. And there's some sort of like a kite string in the air. Yeah, it's a bit of a spoopy night going on there. A little spooky. Uh, okay, that's really creepy. All right, we'll be right back with more from Allie Hayes. It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hi, I'm Robert Lamb. And I'm Joe McCormick, and we're the hosts of the science podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, where every week we get to explore some of the weirdest questions in the universe. Like, if sci-fi teleportation was possible, how would it square with the multitudes of organisms that inhabit our human bodies? Can we find evidence of emotions in animals like bees, ants, and crayfish? How would an interplanetary civilization function? Does free will exist? Stuff to Blow Your Mind examines neurological quantum cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and the wonders of techno-history. Basically, this show is the altar where we worship the weirdness of reality. If anybody ever told you you ask the weirdest questions, it is time to come join us in the place where you belong, the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast. New episodes publish every Tuesday and Thursday with bonus episodes on Saturdays. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, what's up? This is Robin Dixon, co-host of Reasonably Shady, which has just been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast category. This is so big for Giselle and I. And of course, we must thank all of our fantastic listeners. But we need your help. 
Visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for Reasonably Shady. That's vote.naacpimageawards.net. But don't wait. Voting closes on February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to listen to Reasonably Shady every single Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Allie Hayes about what we can expect from Hollywood in 2022. So, Allie, we've got a handful of superhero movies coming out next year, and you already mentioned Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Thor, Love and Thunder. How did I do with that delivery, by the way? I love the title. (laughs) You add the level of jazz to it. (laughs) If you're going to have a title, that's a sentence. (laughs) Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) Well, you know, we already got a sneak peek at Multiverse of Madness, but how much of that teaser do you think we can take at face value you considering that it's marvel i mean quick answer probably not a lot (laughs) marvel makes some of my favorite trailers and you both know just from working with me how high a compliment that is because i love me a movie trailer marvel does a really great job of not showing you too much but showing you Mm. just enough so as far as doctor strange goes we do know that first of all we know it's directed by sam raimi who i am obsessed with i'm in love with sam raimi evil dead franchise iconic he did all of the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Men, which oh. are they're going through the big nostalgia re-up right now with everything going on with Spider-Man. So to have him finally come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and kind of put, I've been joking around about camp, but like putting his campy stamp on something so wonderful as Doctor Strange, because <laughs> it is so, he's, he's a wizard, it's very silly, so it, it should be very neat to see what he does with it. We do also know that Wanda and WandaVision is going to have some Mm, effect on it because mm -hmm. we did see her in the teaser. And it is, of course, called Multiverse of Madness. So we've busted the multiverse wide open in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. And everybody's coming through. So we don't know who's going to show up, what's going to happen. So it should be pretty exciting. Okay, well, then Love and Thunder comes out a couple months later. What can you tell us about that one? Is there anything you're specifically hoping for from that? Something very specific, actually. So with Ed Casey, we'll know. I'm wanting Tessa Thompson to make good on her promise that she is going to find herself a queen. Yes. Tessa Thompson plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok at the end of, for, for the uninitiated among us, at the end of Avengers Endgame, Thor kind of unofficially officially leaves um, what's left of Asgard to Valkyrie. So Valkyrie is now essentially the operating king of Asgard. (laughs) And she at Comic-Con made a comment because canonically Valkyrie's character in the comics canonically in the comics valkyrie's character is bisexual so she did make a comment at comic-con that she is now a king looking for her queen (laughs) and i would very much like her to make good on that promise (laughs) i think she will i 100 percent believe it i i'm excited for this i love i mean the first thor movie whatever but they kept just getting like funnier and funnier and it's honestly at this point i'm like it's just a romp i love it (laughs) and we do have taki watiti back behind the wheel direct and writing so you know it's going to be very silly and then it's very highly anticipated because we have natalie portman back as jane foster and she's going to be coming as lady thor in the comics there is a kind of multiverse version of thor who is a lady so we're going to finally get to see what that's like when a lady can lift the hammer 
when a lady is worthy and whatnot. Okay, so lastly, we're talking about the Northmen, which takes place in Iceland around 900 BC. Super relatable. Oh, it's like we're taking a hard left turn. Love it. <laughs> yep, we really are. So apart from Alexander Skarsgård as a Viking prince, you know, which is amazing casting. I mean, that seems like he was born to do that. Why are you excited for it? And also, what is this movie? <laughs> so, I'm so, I'm so glad you asked. We just, we actually just got our first trailer for this, like, I want to say two days ago. Um, personally, the reason that I am so excited for it is because it is directed and written partially, I believe it's co-written by Robert Eggers. Um, he did The Witch and he mm. did The Lighthouse, which are oh. two, yes, which are two very like horror adjacent weird movies um that i'm a big i, I love so weird. you snuck in another horror movie in this list i did okay. i don't necessarily now 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 audience i don't necessarily know if this is a horror movie his two lean a little horror-y but i the witch is probably considered hard horror um the lighthouse is more just kind of an experimental drama with this one it's a classic from what you can tell from the trailer and from what i've read up on it it's going to be your classic revenge story it's a young Mm. man avenging the death of his father which viking father yes his viking father (laughs) viking revenge story should just be i imagine he just went in and pitched viking revenge story and they were like do we have a scars guard available (laughs) That was the end of the conversation with it. Allie, before you go, you know, we asked you to narrow it down to five movies and you said that was like choosing children. So it's true. Uh, so just super quickly, are there any other children, some honorable mentions that should be on our listeners? Oh my radar? God. That's how I feel like that's how you should name your children. Yeah, you, should exactly. pick, you should pick your favorite and then you have an honorable mention. I am for sure an honorable mention. Yeah, there's, there's no way in hell that I, I will be lucky if I'm an honorable mention child. <laughs> okay. But what movies didn't make the top five, but like we're, we're almost there. Totally, totally. So we have, of course, probably the most anticipated movie that I didn't even mention yet. And it's The Batman. We yes. have Robert Robert Pattinson. I just like rolled my eyes because I was like not expecting that. I was like, oh, what's this movie that we're all anticipating? And I was like, I'm not anticipating. That it's movie. the Batman. I'm like how Casey is like, I am anticipation. <laughs> I decide. But the, we have the Batman coming out. People are very excited to see Robert Pattinson as Batman. So we Kravitz as Catwoman. It should be very, very mm. fun. Okay, very, very I do neat. like the casting. That's okay. the thing is it's very, very interesting interesting i love robert pattinson he's very weird i'm very excited to see yeah i'm very excited to see a weird younger batman Mm. because you don't see that a lot you kind of i I mean listen you see your parents get shot in an alleyway you're gonna be a little bit weird you dress up as a giant (laughs) bat the man dresses up as a giant bat and he fights crime he's gonna be a little weird that's a fair point so i'm just excited to see that come to fruition and then as far as other children that I can mention, I am personally very excited for a movie that's another sentence, it's another long one, but it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. If you have not seen the trailer for it, I did write it up for a site called BuzzFeed.com. Right, <laughs> I'll, I'll Google that. You should look it up. It's starring Michelle Yeoh. Oh, I saw this trailer. Okay, yes. It yes, looks, yes. Michelle Yeoh, it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, I everyone watch, was talking about I it. Okay, okay. Any 
everything she's in. Jamie Lee Curtis is also in it. And it's just like two very powerful women. And you don't often get to see older women in Hollywood get incredible sci-fi roles like this. And it just looks, it's beautiful to look at. The trailer itself looks like a short film. Um, I'll throw money at anything Michelle is in though. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then as finishing it all up, let's finish it all up with a classic alley. We have Halloween ends coming out. <laughs> Right. In Halloween, the final in the Halloween trilogy, the Halloween remake trilogy, we get to see what the hell is going on with Michael Myers since he apparently is flame retardant and he can get stabbed a million times and it doesn't matter. I'm real excited to see what they end up doing to him. <laughs> all right, Allie, you have made me very excited to see all of these movies. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my God. Thank you guys for having me again. All right. That's it for today. Come back and join us next Tuesday. And remember, Andrew Garfield is not an actor. He's a fucking liar. Steven's going to get it tattooed on his forehead. You're right, I am. <laughs> BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bowser, Frank Capello, and Jess Goodwin. Special thanks to Eric Nedinine and Samantha Hennig. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Give us your attention, we need everything you got fast Waiting on reparations, we be the illest podcast Tune in every Thursday, politics and wordplay We fight for the people cause they got us in the worst way From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye From the left enclave to what the neocons say Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation And, and break us off with some bread cause we waiting, waiting on, on reparations. reparations Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Paris Hilton, and this is Trapped in Treatment, a weekly podcast of shocking survivor experiences and stories from an industry plagued by controversy. With my hosts, Caroline Cole and Rebecca Mellinger, we will uncover the truth of one teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com.